sitting on the deck of a cabin up in Oklahoma. We were quarantined and have been quarantined in our house in Dallas for, <laughs> I guess, six weeks, a little over six weeks. And a friend of mine, great friend, Tony Rory, said, hey, I've got a little cabin up in Oklahoma. You guys want to go stay? I said, yeah, I'm getting out of town. But, you know, for so many people, it's been uh, they're still there. They're still locked up. Peru, uh, 5 p.m. curfew. Uh, France, the same type of thing. Other countries, other places. Some places in the United States starting to loosen up, but I needed to talk to you about something extremely important. It's about your heart and my heart. And so today, triage for a troubled heart. You see, the problem is for thousands of women and children across America, the stay-in-place decrees became a stay-in-hell decree. Domestic violence absolutely surged as did suicide rates, economic distress, daily confinement. It has pushed men over the dark precipice of anger, fear, anxiety, depression, and rage. So today I want to talk about how do we respond? How do we respond inside this? How do we respond on the other side of this? Because the issue is a man doesn't rise to the occasion. We say, well, when the trouble comes, we'll rise to it. A man doesn't rise to the occasion. We rise or fall to the level of our preparation. How you've prepared your heart, that's, that's where you go. And that's how you end up living. It's to the level of how you've prepared. It was Bobby Knight, the great philosopher and basketball coach, who said the will to win doesn't win games. Everyone has that. It's the will to prepare to win that gains the victory. Triage for the Troubled Heart today on Brave Men. It's Brave Men with Paul Lewis Cole. Wisdom and courage for the journey. Thanks for taking some time to be with us on uh, Brave Men and be with me. All right, if you would like to know more about what we do with Christian Men's Network, you can find that at cmn.men, cmn.men. Uh, or you can actually drop me a line at Paul at cmn.men, paul at cmn.men. Today, triage for the troubled heart. Isaiah 3, God spoke to Israel and he said, he basically is correcting them again. I mean, the first covenant over and over is a picture of God trying to bring some people to a place of maturity. And then the uh, second covenant is the power to go there. He said, I'll take two things out of your culture, and when I take these two things, it'll tip over, and that is the hero and the warrior. Every great culture is built on the character of its heroes and the courage of its warriors. The character of its heroes and the courage of its warriors. That's Isaiah 3, verse 2. I'll take out of you the hero and the warrior. Those two things, he said, the first two things I'll take out will be what starts tipping it over. It's like, like if you've cut a log down, you know, cut a tree down. And make some logs for the fire, which we do out here in Oklahoma, or somebody did for me out here in Oklahoma, had some split wood. When you cut a tree down, you notch it in order for it to fall a certain direction. You see, men are like trees. We tend to fall the way we're leaning. That little notch, that little hit, we kind of end up going that way. So what is it we need to build into our hearts? What is it we need to put inside of us so that in the middle of the trial, in the middle of the test, we end up strong. We end up with hope. We, may, we end up with men. Uh, we know our moral compass. We know our sense of destiny and purpose. 
Now, here's the thing. I want to give you five keys that will help everyone. In fact, write some of these things down because this will help somebody you know. Someone you know right now needs a text or a phone call or a, maybe even a little note that says, hey, listen to Brave Men, listen to the podcast. So here are five things out of um, extensive studies and decades of work in the field of dealing with guys like me, guys who don't always listen the first time. And, uh, and, and we get stressed and, and under pressure, things happen. You know, pressure magnifies. Pressure magnifies. It makes things larger. So this rage, this stuff. I mean, I talked with John Eldridge the other day when we were on our uh, interview with, for, for the uh, Brave Men podcast. And, and John, said, John said, every man needs a trash can lid and a baseball bat. And I said, well, why is that? He says, so he can take the trash can lid outside take the baseball bat and beat the hell out of the trash can lid. <laughs> I said, really? He said, yeah. Then, then he can go back in and apologize to his kids or repent to his wife and take care of business. Just get it out. And uh, so let me give you a few things that will, that will get this out because this is key. Number one, regain your rhythm. Number one, regain your rhythm. If you have been in quarantine, if you've been in this lockdown thing, regardless of whether you think it's right or wrong or how it was done, if you've been there, it's very easy to lose our rhythm. Very easy to just get up late, uh, to do things that don't matter, to get easily distracted by movies and stuff and whatever, and end up living day after day without really getting anything done. So regain your rhythm. Get up and start. Thank God for the breath in your lungs. Start your day with healthy input. Your input determines your output. In other words, your thinking, how you think, is based on what you put in. And your thinking, remember this. We've talked about this before, you and I. Your thinking is perfectly designed to achieve the results you're now getting. Oh, man, that can hurt. Your thinking is perfectly designed to achieve the results you're now getting. In other words, where, what we're living in, not, not the context, you know, whether that be quarantine or, or the job, where you're living right now, in your attitude, your heart, your spirit, your mind, your demeanor, all of those things are based on the input if you put in your life. So what you're living in right now is based on yesterday's choices. So I recommend reading the book of Proverbs every morning. Take 10 minutes, let peace get into your thought life and, and, and get back up, you know, get, get going, regain your rhythm. I love Steve Weatherford with Weatherford five and he's doing a daily, uh, same time every single day, 8 AM, uh, West coast time he does man Academy with his son, Ace and about 185 to 200 other guys on zoom every morning. Just regain your rhythm. Just get it going. Um, I had a guy the other day, he said, it was, in fact, it was a live Instagram call. He says, hey, pray for me. Uh, my wife and I would like to have a baby, you know, because uh, I joked. I said, you know, there's going to be a baby boom in December and January. And the issue really for you and I is there's also going to be a divorce boom in the summer. That's why we're talking about what we're talking about. Regain your rhythm. Anyway, he told me on the IG uh, live, he said, uh, he said, listen, I uh, pray for my wife and I, you know, we want to have a baby. And then we're talking about some other things. He goes, yeah, I know, man, I've lost my rhythm. He said, I haven't taken a shower in days. And I go, yo, 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 wait a minute. Wait, 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 wait a minute. You haven't taken a shower in days <laughs> and you want me to pray for you and your wife to have a baby. I'm not doing it, man. Cause it ain't going to happen. <laughs> 
Regain your rhythm. Don't stay a victim. If you don't have work, volunteer to answer calls at a local food bank and or call some guys. See if they're okay. Create a fixed starting point. Listen, create a fixed starting point to each day. Randomness. Write this down. Or, or just sear it into your brain if you're driving. Randomness creates hopelessness. Randomness creates hopelessness. Randomness creates hopelessness. It's just all over the map. Start with Proverbs. Listen to a positive podcast. Have a coffee or a tea. Breathe deeply. Be thankful. Thankfulness is one of the most healthy exercises in life. Even medical science has proven that. Now, number two. Number one, regain your rhythm. Number two, get courageous and fight for your heart. Don't lay down, bro. Get up. And if you can't get up, at least sit up. Move. In other words, move in the right direction. It takes courage to face needs. It takes courage to tell your children you're sorry. It takes courage to start over. It takes courage to rebuild. It takes courage to apologize. It takes courage. You know what the most frequent comment of people are is, is, that, is they're dying? This is, this is uh, two different doctors have written books or practitioners, people who are there when someone passes away. It said uh, the most frequent comments are this, what they didn't say, what they didn't do, and who they didn't love. I should have said this. I should have done this. I, I didn't do that. And I, I don't know that I ever loved fully. Or I didn't know, I, I didn't, that person didn't know I love them. Regret is a gut punch. Don't take the hit. Get brave, even if you don't feel brave. Hey, listen, even if you don't feel brave, what do you think brave would do if brave was brave? Even if you don't feel brave, what would brave do if you were brave? <laughs> the more you move in that direction, in other words, it's something we talked about in chapter five of Strong Men in Tough Times in our Monday night uh, meetings, and that's on YouTube still, chapter five. What you submit to becomes stronger. What you resist becomes weaker. What you submit to becomes stronger. So when you get courageous, when you, when you make the call, you fill out an employment application, you begin to rebuild your business, courage begins to build. So start with one thing. Start with one thing, one moment. And then repeat it and do and do another one thing tomorrow. We had a man, you, you may have heard him on Brave Men podcast. If you didn't, you need to go back and listen to him. Benjamin Watson, great NFL player, wrote a best-selling book called Under Our Skin. And in that, in that book, he talked about racism. He talked about his issues and he got really vulnerable and really honest. And it took courage for Ben Watson, an athlete. Hey, what a great guy. And he starts writing about, in fact, it started as a Facebook post. He wrote it on his phone, waiting for his wife who was in getting some cosmetics or something. You can probably hear in the background some of the birds and there's guys building a cabin out in through the woods behind this one. There was a dog a while ago. I thought he might be part of this podcast uh, who was uh, barking and everything. But Ben uh, wrote this thing on Facebook, and, and uh, it happened after that, uh, the terrible tragedy in uh, Ferguson, Missouri. And he, uh, he just typed this thing up, and it, it got shared a million times. It just went crazy, and from that came a book under our skin. Well, here's what, here's what I'm talking about. Courage. 
he he just took a small step. He 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 said I didn't even know if anybody would read it. Started as a little Facebook post, you know, post. Started as a little Facebook post, and then there it was again. You know, I mean, it just came up and then came up, and then now it's a book, and he speaks to those things. You know, the pandemic was already a emotional issue even before the pandemic because there was a like a moving target what's a what's a man look like what's a man act like what's masculinity looks like and now in the middle of it it gets super emotional you got to have courage and fight for your heart Stephen Mansfield said on a recent podcast on brave men here here's the quote in fact I'll read it men have it in their makeup to solve problems it's part of why a man feels useful and needed But now we're told you can't help. Go home and sit. When men feel they are not needed, they lose their sense of identity. There's no battle to fight and no victory to win. So maybe the fight today is just to fight for your heart. Have the courage to fight for your heart. Fight for your family. And then that leads right into number three. Number three is this. Vision is the fuel of overcomers. Vision is the fuel of overcomers. In other words, write down a preferred destiny for the 18 months, next 18 months, and then reverse engineer it. What class do you need to take? What calls do you need to make? Who do you know that could help you? Who do you, you know, how, how do you need to change your lifestyle to go after that vision? Somebody says, well, I'm not sure how to do that. Well, you know, there's like 85 billion YouTube videos and uh, you could look up something. You say, well, I want to be a welder. How to get in the welding business. Man, there are probably 50 videos on how to get in the welding business. I'm not saying there are. I haven't looked recently, but there seems to be something like that. But what does it take? Get up each day, create monthly goals toward that 18-month vision. If you want to change your job, profession, if you want to change how your family is, change the atmosphere in the home. What do you need to do? over that next 18 months, and then create a monthly goal, and then create a daily goal, and then get up each day. This is when we're talking about a daily rhythm, right? And we're talking about courage, and now we're talking about vision. You need rhythm, courage, and then vision. You see, get up each day and just make one move towards that goal. Small steps lead to remarkable destinations. Small steps lead to remarkable destinations. Small doors can open up into large rooms. A man without a vision for his future will always return to his past. You and I have talked about this before. When you have a vision, you can start moving. And God doesn't get... People say to me all the time, I just need direction in my life. Need direction. I usually look at them and go, hey, bro, you know, God doesn't give direction to park cars. (laughs) I put that in the book. Uh, just a bartender about identity and all those books and materials and everything we have is available at cmn.men. That's Christian Men's Network, cmn.men, cmn.men. Hey, you know what? We're also on the, um, we also have an app in the iTunes store, Google Play store, uh, app stores. There's an app called CMN Radio, Christian Men's Network, CMN Radio, and CMN Radio, 24 hours a day, seven days a week has, has um, all kinds of content from R.T. Kendall, Jack Hayford, uh, Bishop Jakes, Mark Sharona, Casey Treat, Michael Murphy. Man, I just go right on down the line. Dwayne Pickett, Michael Phillips, uh, Bishop Dale Bronner, who's our chairman, 
fantastic, amazing content, Robert Berger. Anyway, and that's also on uh, AchieveLab.org, AchieveLab.org. AchieveLab is a curated uh, website for men. It's inspiring, full of courage. It's revelational. It'll grow your heart, enlarge your life. And that's AchieveLab, AchieveLab.org, AchieveLab.org. So uh, go for it. Move, move in the right direction. Tyler Perry was a homeless kid, man, early in his early 20s in Atlanta. He had, in fact, his car was parked on Sylvan Road in Atlanta, and he lived in that car for three months, and he wrote down a vision. So my plays and the things I'm writing right now are going to be actually on stage. You know, it didn't happen for seven years. Seven years. Now, he only lived in the car for three months, but still three months is three months is a long time, man, when you're living in your car. He wrote the vision down. He wouldn't quit. Seven years later, his his first play, let me look it up here. His first play was, I, I can do bad all by myself. I can do bad all by myself. Played at the House of Blues. Seven years before that, what he wrote down happened but now he's one of the wealthiest men in america and has one of the largest studios in the world and he credits the lord he says i'm a christian i'm a believer and i wouldn't have been able to do this without faith now number four so we talked about we've talked about get your rhythm get courage write the vision down vision is the fuel of overcomers and number four you need friends brothers just write down number four brotherhood 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 is the foundation of emotional health the myth of the Lone Ranger is just that. It's a myth. We all need each other. We were created. In fact, God, before God was anything else, he was God in community. Listen, here's the thing. You say, well, I don't know if I need anybody. If, but there are people who need you. There are men who need you. <laughs> so, you know, it's. Uh, I love some of the uh, books that have been written about um, men in war and warriors. And you know what they say, and we talked with uh, with uh, General Jerry Boykin, who uh, was one of the founders of the Delta Force. When you're in the middle of the battle and bullets are flying and there's mayhem and chaos, you're not thinking about the national anthem or the flag. You're thinking about the man next to you. The reason you don't run when there's the natural flight response of your body is that your heart is connected to the man around you. Th- those guys. See, your family needs your loving arms. You have brothers who need you. We need our brothers. You know, we were designed by God. Dopamine, uh, Nancy Houston, our friend who's a great psychologist, says dopamine is the marriage chemical because it's secreted in our brains as a sense of satisfaction or pleasure. And, and we were designed by God to have that. But the second most powerful chemical secreted in our brains is called oxytocin. Oxytocin is secreted when people bond. Now, men bond shoulder to shoulder facing a challenge. Women, women bond face to face. But men, it's, it's basically shoulder to shoulder when you're doing something, facing a challenge. That's why the first thing God ever did for Adam was give him a job. Before he had a wife, before he had anything else, he had a job. And you have a job, my friend. Your job is to become who you were designed to be so that the world around you sees Jesus. We do a hashtag. It's called hashtag CMN Brotherhood. CMN 
Brotherhood. So I'd love I'd love you to look that up. Hashtag CMN Brotherhood. We've got a lot of guys who have done things there, and and I have also. John fifteen verses fifteen through seventeen. Yeah, Jesus says says this. The Father says this through His Son. I no longer call you slaves because a master doesn't confide in his slaves. Now you are my friends, since I have told you everything the Father told me. You didn't choose me; I chose you. I appointed you to go and produce lasting fruit, so that the Father will give you whatever you ask for using my name. This is my command, love each other. Another translation, love one another. And our friends in Indonesia, Eddie Leo and his team, they practice what they call the one another lifestyle. They love one another, the one another lifestyle. You see, this ministry, what we do in discipling men, a church, a business, whatever, can be the result of purpose and communication and strategy and honor and work and sweat. But fundamentally, fundamentally, this ministry is about brotherhood. It's about friendship. It's about friendship. And then number five. So number one has been, you know, number one, uh, what we talked about today was this. That you, need to, you need to just regain your rhythm. Regain your rhythm. Get, you know, pick it back up. Establish it again. Uh, two, get courageous and fight for your heart. Uh, third, we talked about having a vision. Vision is the fuel of overcomers. Fourth, we just talked about brotherhood. Brotherhood. Man, those guys are starting to pound some nails over there now. Building a cabin off the back of the... I can see it kind of through the trees where I'm sitting here on the... Um, this little deck outside of this cabin that Tony Rory has up in Oklahoma. It took a few days off. I know a few of you guys... Well, it's a few days off and I'm working, but nonetheless, we just... Just a little change of scene, I think, has been good for us. Some hiking and stuff for Judy and I. And then number five. Here we go. My number five. Ready? So four was brotherhood. And then number five, make the call. Make the call. Tell somebody you need help. Be brave enough to help somebody who you know needs help. But if you need help, call your, call your pastor, your priest. Get help. See, true manhood is taking care of business. The, the nexus of true manhood, the center point, the core of true manhood is taking care of business, accepting responsibility. Bro, listen, man, if you were rebuilding uh, an engine on your car trying to lo- load a new program in your computer and you were kind of stumped, you kind of hit a dead end, what would you do? You'd call you'd call a friend or a helpline at least. So this is so much more important than the engine or a program. This is your future. So make the call. Call somebody. Call somebody. And then there's somebody you know who needs a call. Well, that's it. That's the triage. Triage uh, means that triage, I should have explained this at the beginning. Let me explain it now. Triage for the troubled heart. Triage is basically rapid, uh, an escalated rapid resolve to a chaotic crisis issue. You know, when, when first responders show up, bam, triage. Who's hurt? Who's not hurt? Who can walk? Who can't walk? Who needs to be taken right now? Who will never need to be taken? You know, it's five levels. And so that's triage for the heart. 1 John 1, 9 says, if we admit our sins, and I love this in this translation, it says, uh, when we admit our sins, when his light uncovers them, he will be faithful to forgive us every time. God is just to forgive us our sins because of Christ, and he will continue to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. 2 Corinthians 5, 17, if anyone's in Christ, he's a 
new creation. Old things have passed away. All things have become new. And let me close with this. And let me just mention one other thing real quick on this. Make the call. If you see abuse happening, don't turn away. Do something. Do not turn away. Do something. But what to do and what's proper is not always the same thing. In other words, it's not always right to physically intervene. The National Domestic Violence Hotline in the United States can give you a whole level of intervention. The hotline.org, the hotline.org, and uh, domestic violence hotline. And they'll tell you what kind of response to take. Call the police, call somebody, levels of intervention. Uh, you need to know what that is because we all see something at some point. And then maybe somebody you need to call, Skype or text, you just need to ask them, how are you? And then they'll tell you, I'm fine. That's, that's going to be first. I'm good. And then you say, no, seriously. How are you? And then be ready to be engaged. All right? Be ready to be engaged. Let me finish with this. Romans 15, 13. And thanks for taking the time to be with us on Brave Men. And you can hit the listings and you can see all the different programs we have and people we've talked to. Chad Hennings was a great interview. Uh, I think of Willard Harley uh, about marriage and relationships. And then, of course, Nancy Houston's on there. She's amazing. Uh, how to how to deal with grief and how to deal with, you know, changing, pivoting our lives. Romans 15, 13, here you go. Now may God, this is the Passion Translation. Now may God, the inspiration and fountain of hope, fill you to overflowing with uncontainable joy and perfect peace as you trust in him. And may the power of the Holy Spirit continually surround your life with his superabundance until you radiate with hope. I'll see you next time. Thanks for being here on Brave Men. God bless. You've just experienced Brave Men with Paul Lewis Cole. Paul is president of the Christian Men's Network. Connect with Paul at cmn.men or write to him at paul at cmn.men.